So I'm pretty sure I convinced my landlord yesterday that I'm crazy. Ah, perfect. AJ McCall at VFX. So they gave us a call when we got home yesterday because we got old house. Right. So we don't have central air. We got the window unit in the bedroom. Right. And that's how we cool down the house. Right. And we've been talking about the forecast. It's the cold is coming. Winter is coming. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones fans. Oh, yeah. And so... He called us yesterday because he uh, is, puts in and takes out the window unit and stores it away so it's all taken care of. And he's like, hey, uh, when do you want me to come take out the window unit? And we said, oh, not yet. <laughs> what? I can't sleep without the cold air. Yeah. And it hasn't gotten cold yet. And I know it's supposed to plummet this weekend, but it's also supposed to come back up. Not that it's going to be, it's going to be a blistering 55 degrees or whatever, but right. I just, since I was a kid, I can't sleep without the cold air going. I need the noise and, and the cold. Right. So I wasn't ready for him to take it yet. It hasn't got to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, get this out of here. Right. But. No, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to understand. It's a. It's not a water one, right? Like it doesn't have any water in it. No, it's not swamp cooler. It's just a regular AC unit. Just one of the. I don't know that that helps. That's just the sound it makes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like, like I'm in a mechanics now. Right now and what noises it make? <laughs> oh, wow. Sounds like uh, sounds like you need a new car. Uh, no, I. I don't know. We've got our heater on, so I don't know what to... Oh, you caved. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like the upstairs, we don't really have a ton of insulation because we haven't redone the upstairs, so it's just old up there. Get on it, McCall. And, uh, no, not yet. Uh, we get there. We get there eventually. But that being said, it gets, it gets a little breezy. Oh, I'm sure my neighbors, because uh, my upstairs neighbors, their door is on our side of the of the triplex or uh-huh. whatever think i'm crazy too but the thing is i get tired of trying to figure out if i was gonna wake up with a sore throat because of smoke or not so right. we just gave up with the windows plus the box elder bugs have gone berserk yep. in our house right now and i'm like yep. if i just keep the windows closed we've had less less issues with them yes so i was like no nah, we're just gonna keep the ac unit and then when it finally cools down and the box elder bugs start to go away yeah, okay, you can take it back. Box elder bugs aren't going to go away for another like two months. They're, they're the worst. They're the worst kind of thing. December they don't hits and that's when they go away. They I know, anything, they just exist the and it's like, you guys bother me. Worst. Can you not? They're the worst. But that was fun. Uh, also, via uh, communication, uh-huh. I um, was a huge jerk to a friend of mine. Oh, good. Because I was trying to express sincerity only to realize the exact phrases <laughs> I use not are great. Like exclusively used opposite of that. Yeah. Nice. I biffed up bad. Look, I will readily admit that I am a bit of a cynic Uh and definitely sarcastic. Uh, what? No. But I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm confessing right now that I was those things on accident to a friend of mine. Okay, great. Bring it on. What happened? She got a job. Uh huh. And she'd been looking for a new one, and so I wanted to convey happiness. So this, this is what I texted. <laughs> okay. I can't wait. This is great. <laughs> well, yay for you then. Oh. I'm happy. But the way I meant it to come across is, well, yay for you then. I'm happy. But the way that comes across <laughs> in text is only one way. Well, yay, yay for, for you. you then. Yep. That's, I'm happy. That's exactly what it is. Look, like, I understand the the 
because I know you. And so I totally know where you're coming from with it. But also text messaging does not play out well. Yay for you then. That's the only way. Like yay in text message unless it's by itself. I think it's exclusively used for sarcasm. Ah, I like yay. Like if you type. Yay. Yeah. If you just by itself. Yay snakes. I believe it. Right. And anything else like that, well, yay for you then. It's that's, uh, yeah, hard that's, sarcasm. That's not good. Spread that's, on thick. That's not good at all. And then to like try and endorse it with happy is like, that's oh, not. Oh, yeah. Not my brightest moment. That's not Mm-mm. it, sis. Nope. Yay for like you a then. Tool, tool. I'm happy. That- Me? I'm happy. <laughs> Worth noting as well, we didn't we didn't text the rest of the day. That was oh, the last text of mm-hmm. that day, so I think it came across exactly as I yep. hear it now when I say it out loud. Yep. So uh, probably shouldn't have done that. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> you know I what? legitimately was happy, and I was like, "Well, yay, yay for, you. for you, whatever." <laughs> Nobody cares. Oh gosh. So let that be a lesson to you. Just avoid yay. Avoid yay. yay. For you. Avoid yay in politics. Avoid yay in text messages. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I set out with a goal of trying to help a friend of mine get some support when it came to their business lunch and the way that their per- the person they went with ate their food weird. Ended up turning into a ranking system because, shocker, I work with McCall Taylor, who also does things a smidge weird as well. Yes. Oh, I got you for this crumble debate at VFX, McCall. AJ McCall at VFX. So, when you did you end up making steaks last night? Because that would actually be very relevant to this. Um, I did not, but okay. I am going to today. So, they're, so they're just uh, they're they're rendering right or uh, <laughs> not rendering. They're buffering. Uh-huh. They're buffering right now. <laughs> so, when uh, you have steaks, let's say you have steak, some kind of vegetable, maybe a potato, and you're going about eating it. I don't want to give this away, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to ask this question. How do you go through? Do you like eat it one at a time? Like, how do? You, what's your process? Yeah, I usually eat like one at a time. So you cut a pit off, piece off, eat, and work your way through, or do you eat one thing? One thing at a time. So okay. like, so like potatoes weird. all. That's weird. Pen in that. We'll come back to that I for really a second. I really don't think it's no, that weird. It is weird. It is weird. But it's not like I have to eat it. It's like I will eat it in fashion no, of just, whatever I love the best. I will eat the last. You're just you're just making it so I have to make fun of you. Because that's what you're doing. It's, it is weird because what you do is you eat it as you go. You save a little bit of what's best for last, but you enjoy them together. They're all on your plate to be combined. Regardless, that's not even the point. Your weird thing aside, no. a friend of mine went out on a business lunch, and you uh-huh. know how it's been. You haven't been able to really do those until recently. Yeah. So they went out discussing some stuff with his work, and this coworker that he's never out, gone out to eat with cut up everything. Weird. From the beginning. Like- Steak, everything. So it was all chopped. He said it took them so long, like everyone was basically done eating by the time this person started eating. That's weird. I feel like it's like a toddler thing, right? Like you cut up everything and like, here you go. Yeah. Like just cut as you go. I don't understand at all. I'm so confused why anybody would do that. I really don't understand. I have, I'm lost. You know, if I am, so like if I make pork chops, like bone in, pork chops right right i will cut the bone off and then i will go through and cut things i can understand that but you're not going to sit there at the beginning of the meal chop up everything on your plate no, and then eat. no no just like the pork chop if i'm going to eat the pork chop it's like <laughs> loop, loop, just get it get them some kind of paper shredder then be like all right here goes my plate Dude, that's a great idea like, what paper shredder for food also isn't that a good way to just make your food cold because it's not staying yes. together so it's going to cool the 
The order goes, person who cuts up everything on their plate before they eat. They're the weirdest. Then below them, it's people who eat just one item at a time. It's okay, McCall, to mix. Okay. Because what you're doing to me is just slightly above kids who freak out that their food is touching. That's what that is slightly above. No. Yes, it is. Because you eat it all, so it's all gone, and it's just slightly above people who, specifically toddlers, can't have their food touching. That's what that is. That is the order of weird things you can do. Like, I made roast the other day, and I did mashed potatoes with it. It just must have been crazy for you, because everything's all in one bowl. I mean, how do you separate I them? I don't have an issue separating. Did you strain them? Is that what you did? No! Stop it! So then you ate all the carrots, and then you drank <laughs> you the broth. words in my mouth that I don't appreciate and then you ate it. all the potatoes. You're ridiculous. No, I just, I have been working really hard at being a very good cook, and so when I have my things, it's like I like to savor them. I like to savor the potatoes that I roasted in rosemary, and I, I sauteed with garlic and threw them all together and just baked them and made them delicious you and covered use, them in cheese. You can use all the... Ed- <laughs> McCall, look, I'm sure there are plenty of fancy recipes that call for something to be doused in cheese. That is also the redneck way to solve anything. Like, how did what did you do? Covered it in cheese. How Yo, did I eat vegetables as a kid? Doused them in cheese. I'm sure. It's I started by cheese. saying I'm sure. But it also, you can't be like, I want to savor and saute and smother it in cheese. I mean, like, brown like, it in cheese. I covered it in, like, mozzarella. I like, never okay? wanted to know that there were potatoes in there to begin with. No. I like my potatoes. Look, I'll you compromise here. One, let's all acknowledge the solution to covering up bad food is to smother it in something. Ranch, cheese, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got a lower middle class wake up call over the weekend. Oh? Because I don't know what soup you ate as a kid, but I all used of it. to eat the Campbell's one. Oh. And those ones you're supposed to add either water or milk to, right? Because right. they're super right. conscious. Well, since Ashley was sick, uh-huh. I we bloated up on um the bigger one, not the not Campbell's, but the nicer one. That's supposed to be the the more advanced. Point is, I made a like a cheesy potato bacon soup, and I was like, all right. And then I went to add a can of milk, only to realize you don't with those. Mm-mm. And the problem is, I didn't really think about it, but we just use almond milk because uh, Ashley has issues sometimes with with regular milk, and so oh. now I have vanilla potato bacon soup. That didn't need milk whatsoever, oh. so it wasn't thick yet. So I ruined oh. it, which I ate because I'm like, nah, I'm powered through. It's my own fault. That is disgusting. That was So there's my fancy cooking for you for the day. <laughs> Actually read the can beforehand because not all soups are the same. Ugh. It was I- only half bad. I wish I could have smothered in cheese. Honestly, it might have saved it. That is disgusting. <laughs> uh. No, it, it was terrible. It yeah. was absolutely awful. Yeah, it sounds very, very bad. <laughs> Now, recently, we've had a lot of themes for Florida, not with AJ McCall at VFX. So, McCall, what is the theme today? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to go with uh, some hijacking of some low bar places. Low bar places? That's not fair. That feels like you're talking about places that exclusively Florida not would normally happen in. Yes. <laughs> we got McDonald's and Walmart. That's so. not fair. Sorry, man. All right, let's get the three headlines. Okay, headline number one. Some guy broke into a McDonald's looking for McNuggets and was confused why nobody was inside. <laughs> Dude, I feel that <laughs> on a spiritual level. Where are the people? All right, thus far, that's a regular guy. Story one, story two. Guy stole $1,000 in items from Walmart by hiding a Kool-Aid packet in his hand at the self-checkout. How does that work? Uh, very cleverly. 
He would have got away with it, too, if he wasn't a moron. For those meddling kids? Oh, okay. No, if he wasn't a moron. And then story number three. Police looking for a guy who pointed a gun through a McDonald's drive through window during an argument over what? A milkshake. What was that? Like, was it working? I mean, we all, we all know the Story rules. Story time never works. Yeah, we all know the rules. They the don't ice cream clean machine it. doesn't work. You're not allowed to be surprised by it anymore. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. So I'll do a little research and I'll let you know. <sighs> he had this, upper this jewelry, un- grill, and piercings. This is... <sighs> all right. <laughs> this is unfair because normally the Florida story would be the one that takes place in these places. And now right. it's like all of them. Right. I got to tell you, I uh, am curious for this Florida. How do you steal stuff with a Kool-Aid packet? Like, I haven't put the the dots together on that one. Honestly, it's pretty impressive, but uh, I would never condone stealing. So Right, no. Of you know. Of course. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. We'll hear here in just a second. AJ McCall on VFX. And look, Chuck, I'm not saying it can't be story number one because, like, McDonald's and Walmart, let's be honest, these are all places you expect a Florida not story to potentially happen. Yeah. But, I mean, number one's kind of my spirit animal, right? You're gonna go looking for chicken McNuggets. Who, who hasn't done that? Okay. Oh, fine. Don't agree with okay. me. Whatever. That's fine. It's fine. He's just all trying. Right. He don't want to incriminate himself. It's fine. No. Three I wouldn't full either. stories, please. Okay. We got story number one. That involves a drunk guy who broke into a McDonald's at 1.30 in the a.m. trying to get some chicken nuggets. Not even that late. He was surprised no one was there to take his order. The cops responded to the store's alarm. The guy got charged in disorderly conduct while intoxicated. Look, he got what he deserved, but I got to be honest for you. It's one of the things that was a big adjustment for coming to Logan. Like, what's not open 24 hours Everything. anymore? Yeah. Nothing is open. Nothing is open past like 1030 in the PM it was an adjustment. at the latest. It was an adjustment. So there's story one. Then we got story number two, which involves a... A homeboy that won or stole <laughs> almost one, one. One. Almost one. He stole about $1,000 worth of stuff from Walmart on Sunday. So he hid a Kool-Aid packet in his hand at the self-checkout. So it would look like he was the scanning the items, but he was scanning the Kool-Aid packet, right? So he scanned the 24-cent Kool-Aid packet, ended up costing him a total of 25 bucks. But, you know, places do a checky check. Spending that much, yeah. If you're spending dollars. So they... Okay. Check he checked, and he got arrested, leaving the store. I'll, I'll concede that it is clever, but yeah. It is clever. If you're going to, like, a few things, maybe, but you just start stashing up a bunch of stuff. 25 yeah. bucks, what was it? You just have 46 cents at a time? 24 cents. 24 cents yeah. at a time adds up. Like, well, as soon as you, you look at that receipt, it's like Kool-Aid packet. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. Where's all of your Kool-Aid, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Very obvious. Didn't take that one through. Yeah, there's story two. And then story number three, police looking for a guy who pointed a gun through a McDonald's drive-thru during an argument over a milkshake. I guess that this <sighs> this guy drew millions of views on the TikTok because Realsies? they were like, look, this is what the process. Well, some some guy, his his name is uh, Joseph. His, his video drew millions of views because he was like, look, they aren't actually broken. People just don't like taking the heavy bags and putting the shake mix inside of the shake machine because you got to climb up a ladder. takes 15 to 20 minutes for the freezer to freeze it. And this guy was like, I saw the video on TikTok. Y'all need to give me what? give me my milkshake. I'll wait for 15 to 20 minutes. What? I'll I, wait. I hadn't seen that. I I'm didn't actually know surprised that. that you haven't. No, um, Chuck, did you know that? I don't know either. Yeah, like what? Well, there you go. Anyway, uh, guy was wearing a red hat, red shirt, upper jewelry grill. And piercings on his left ear. 
Crime Stoppers have shared the surveillance photos. Who would have thought that TikTok would have fueled a fight? Dare I call it a conspiracy thing? I mean, sure, probably. What? So there you go. That is crazy. We got three crazy stories. You're welcome. My mind is kind of blown. Okay, so the challenging thing here, Chuck, obviously all of them at Walmart, McDonald's, Florida not type locations. Right. McCall even admitted the second one was clever. For the most part, I think if you're going to scan a Kool-Aid packet a thousand times, <laughs> yeah. you might not as clever as you thought. And now I'm just blown away by three. I can't believe I had seen that TikTok. I didn't realize that they I'm were just still so shocked on you the have ice it. cream. That what? So story one, two, or three? Let's go with story three. Story three. Okay, conspiracy theory: a gun pulled in the drive-through window, which is ridiculous. Because look, the bottom line is there's ice cream in a lot of places. Let's just let's just be real here for a second, McCall. Is it? Story number three. No. I'm sorry. That one happened in Wichita. <laughs> totally random. I know. I you go to Wichita. I'm so sorry, first of all, that Chuck, you did not get the win. You can play again, of course, uh, every weekday at 650 on VFX. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no you're problem. welcome. But, uh... Wow. Okay. So ridiculous, right? Now I gotta ask my roommate. That's really what we gotta do. My roommate's still a Mc, uh, ma- uh, manager at McDonald's. Uh-huh. Be like, hey, I saw the video. Come clean with me right now. I deserve to know. Look, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get distracted once again by the fact that both of our remaining stories are Walmart and McDonald's. And no offense to the patrons of this place. Like, look, McCall and I have both been to McDonald's and Walmart plenty of times. All the time. Literally all the time, always. AJ and McCall at VFX. But when you hear a crazy criminal story, and you're like, all right, it's in a fast food place or store, be honest. Be honest. All right, I they, got it. We're low bar in here. They come up. They, they, they're going to come up pretty quick in the places you're going to run through as likely areas. That being said, we're not going to get distracted by the locations this time. Right, Jack? We're, we're ready. We're going to do this. We're going to beat the 50-50 shot. I'm ready. All right. He's ready. Let's do it, McCall. Recap, please. Okay. We got story number one, and that involves a 25-year-old guy who earlier this month was drinkity drunk at 1.30 in the a.m. He decided, I really want some McNuggets. That's so- why you don't do that that late, because you get those cravings. It was Taco Bell for me in college, but I mean, Still, McNuggets are up there. This guy's choice was, do I make some? No, no. No, no. no. I'm going to break into a McDonald's. Obviously. So he broke in and then he was like, Obviously. why is no one here? And then the cops ca- cops came because he uh, set the alarm off. You know, once <laughs> that would be a good reason for the show. Uh-huh. Once in college, I went to a McDonald's that is 24 hours a day and was in probably a similar state as this person. We walked over there and there was someone in there and it's 24 hours. So we're knocking on the door because we can't get in. We're super confused. And the person ignores us. And I was like, "What's good? it's 24 hours. Right. Let us in. And apparently they decided to close early, didn't put up a sign, which I was kind of annoyed with. Looking back, I was annoyed at the time that they didn't come to the door and say anything. But, you know, crazy drunk people at the door, I probably would have made the same call. Yeah, fair. Actually, very, very, very fair. So, uh, anyway, arrested. There's story one. Story two. Some guy stole a grand worth of stuff from... Uh, Walmart on Sunday. I almost said McDonald's. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of that McNuggets. Is, I mean, w- that we is were, so many we were having McNuggets. a field day about the, the person I saw spend 98 bucks at Taco Bell. Yeah. A thousand at McDonald's? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Ooh. I'm just kidding. A thousand dollars from uh, Walmart. Just bought because, the ice cream machine itself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give me the 
ice cream machine. I'll make it myself. I'll fix it myself. I'll fix it myself. Anyway, he ended up hiding a Kool-Aid packet in his hand at the self-checkout. So it looked like he was scanning items, but he was actually just scanning a 24-cent Kool-Aid packet over and over and over and over again. It's a clever ploy, but again, yeah. you said he spent $25? 25 bucks. So, so t- they checked the total, and they were like, that, so what? Just some quick math. 24 cents times four is almost a dollar, so that means he scanned that packet 100 times. Correct. Which is suspicious. How did you not think you buy $1,000 worth of stuff? They're not going to be like, all right, let's just yeah. peruse. Like, I know most times you go through and the alarm goes off, and most people are like, just you're go. good, you're fine, right. just go. At least here, I mean... You know, there's a back home too. The, the Walmart in Ogden, like if you go there, I've gone with Dustin's mom, mm. and it's like they will check everything. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah, but, except it yeah, sucks. But, but, yes. but if you spend a thousand dollars with stuff, yeah, I think somebody should be like, you know, I'll just. You know what? This doesn't. I'll look double right. check. Doesn't look quite right. I'll double check on this one just to make sure. So anyway, he got arrested. They called the cops, and uh, boom. He almost there for a good idea. He's like halfway so to close. a good idea. So close. Halfway to a good plan, not a good idea. No. That being said, Jack, story one or two? I was thinking number two. Yeah, I think so, too, because, look, I'm not saying that number one's okay, but I think a lot of people can wrap themselves in that thought process. And, again, halfway to a clever plan for story number two is just you buy $1,000 worth of stuff. Yeah, Somebody's going to check something. So I think that you are absolutely correct. I say it's two. McCall, is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. Boom. We got your chance uh, or your, your choice. Golf passes or Johnny O'Spud not hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, being an idiot in college. I just well, just about, flashback just, moment. Yeah, I just think about that drunk guy trying to get some chicken McNuggets. I'm like, dude, I feel you. But no, don't. You don't get to punch a window. I was never at that point. Oh, Even that good. night that that 24-hour one was upset, I, I didn't wasn't like, all right, that's it. Time to punch through this glass door. <laughs> all right. I didn't get there. Didn't make it. You guys made me do this. (laughs) You said you're open 24 hours. It's a bold-faced lie. I'm so mad. (laughs) Congratulations to Jack. He's the winner of Florida Knot on VFX. Not quite done with Florida Knot, though, because now Silver Linings happens on Thursday, and that's when we figure out which of the stories we've had from this week is the craziest, decided by you. Everyone should know for this Silver Linings, like McCall and I had to really... Really, it took a lot. Crunch the, crunch the numbers on this one to decide which were going to be the three finalists. I feel from like Florida not this week. I feel like out of all of the stories, let's see how many days. What what fifteen stories basically yeah. over the course of the last five days? Friday to Thursday. We had like nine honorable mentions. Shane <laughs> <laughs> would call it VFX. They were tough competition we did narrow it down though to three finalists now again so silver linings is we do florida not every week right you got a chance to play 650 we laugh at the stories because they never seem to stop but then we're like okay well let's let's get a rating system going here so then we inform a florida not where we have three stories we get three bring them back and then we decide which one's the craziest because it's just it's not fair to let them just drift off and be forgotten so, that being said, the three crazy stories from this week, we go Friday to Thursday, because you know it's just going to ramp up going to the weekend. Oh, yeah. The three crazy stories chosen from this week are what, McCall? Well, we, we've we got uh, story number one, which obviously should be in there. The guy from Iowa who got into a bar fight with somebody. Still no word on what the bar fight was over, but he got so fed up that he figured the only solution was to bite the guy's nose off. 
which is terrible. Like, never have I ever been in a situation I've been like, you know what? That guy needs a nose job. I'll fix it for him. <laughs> that guy needs a nose Never. <laughs> never has that been an cuffed, option. Cuffed and carried away. You're welcome. Yeah, man. I didn't hear any thanks for that. Like, I no, absolutely not. I mean, for the record, yes. As I said during the story, there's a difference between biting and then biting to injure. And oh, yeah. I just don't know at what point you decided, yep, I'm biting this thing clean off. No. Mm-mm. No. And then there's the uh, flying squirrel trafficking ring that was busted in Florida this week. I still don't get this There are like seven people within this trafficking ring that ended up getting busted. It was worth over a million dollars. So basically what they were doing was jacking the squirrels from Florida and Georgia. The operations were based in Florida. Somebody from Chicago would drive down and then drive back, which is not a short jaunt either. It is not. And then fly them from... Chicago to South Korea. So anyway, they got busted, which is good news. Yeah. But ridiculousness. I I would not have thought in the age of trying to become your own entrepreneur, flying squirrel ring was the way to make my first, you know, my first nine digit salary. You know, one of my favorites is the, uh, you know, you got to hustle. You continue to hustle. This is not a hustle that you should be pursuing. Not at all. No. And then the final nomination Goes to the lady who refused to give the cops her name. And when the cops asked her what her name was, she said her name was, my butt just farted. Which, honestly, if your name is a sentence, uh, figure that ish out. It's not clever. Also, That's it. also, her name was tattooed on her back. <laughs> so, oh, what? Oops. Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about your uh, brother because his birthday's today. His the other day. Today. And in his contact list, he had someone with the name uh, Fat Sack of Butts. Yeah, he That does. would have been much better. Totally. My butt just farted is not clever. What are you, four? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, right now, not not even clever. Like, high school kids can do better than that. So those all go up on our Instagram story right now, and you get to vote for which story you think is the craziest. The nose biter, the squirrel ring, or my butt just farted. The, wor- the best fake name of all time. The best fake name of all time. Utah's BMX. Use that for take or- takeout orders. You're welcome. <laughs> I've got a takeout order for my butt just farted. <laughs> I don't think they'd repeat that one. No, they wouldn't. Utah's VFX for our Instagram. Vote for the crazy story. Tomorrow we'll figure out on silver uh, who wins Silver Linings. Which story was craziest for Florida Not this week before we get into another round of it. Coming out of Florida Not, no argument against being... Shady, questionable, skatey, gross, ew, You know, blah. all of the above. I had something happen to me this week that, uh, look, I will admit right now, it's not on the same vein as Florida not, but I felt like it was a little shady because I, mostly because I can't explain what happened. Okay. I Florida not made me think of this story. I, <laughs> oh, again, no. I want to concede. I don't think it's that bad. AJ McCall at VFX. I just can't get explain it. Okay. So do you know how to like uh, Xbox Live works with friends and stuff? I no. I no, mean, okay. it's been years since so, I've even like looked at an Xbox. So. so real quick, you you can add people as friends based on their let's just call it screen names. Okay, Universally, right, everybody knows it. what it is, and then it'll let you know. You can go to your friends list, and you can appear offline, much like Instant Messenger. Uh huh. Throwback, but like it'll let you know when they're on. Right. And so like you can invite them to a party, so you can talk with them or invite them to a game, so you guys can play together. So someone from here from work. Okay sent me a text message the other night when I was on playing game with my friends uh-huh. and was like, hey, you should join our game. I'm playing with my brother. And I was like, all right. Well, I'm, also- playing with, I'm playing with my friends right now, but right. blah, blah, blah. But then I thought about more. 
We're not friends. There's no way they could have known I was online because I'm not friends with him. So I was talking to another coworker who mm-hmm. happens to actually be friends with him online that I'm friends with. And he was like, oh, yeah, he actually has like two or three screen names for lack of gamer type screen names. And I was like, okay, this is getting kind of weird. Again, I'm not getting that skin suit feel. No, no, no. But of I can't not. explain how he knew I was online because we're not friends. And then it was like, oh, yeah, he's got a couple of them. And I was like, well, that just makes this weirder. That makes me a little bit more uncomfortable because why do you why do you need more than one? Why do you need more than one? I've had mine since high school. Hmm. See, I don't know how like Xbox and stuff works, so I I can't relate on that. I front. just gave you the crash course McCall. I still, but still, like I have I don't have like multiple Facebook accounts, but I have different pages that I manage. You know, is it like that kind of? <laughs> you know, like like I have my page, and then I have like. My personal page. I got like a persona one. No, like so oh, okay. I was online and he texted me like he knew I was online, right, right. but there was no way for him to actually know I was online. Right. Unless he, you're friends with one of his like stealthy hidden accounts. Uh, pretty much everyone. No, I don't think so. Everyone. <gasps> I don't think so. Everyone I'm friends with, I'm pretty sure I've met in person. Well, you met him in person. We work with him. Yeah, I know. And I'm not, not, not so I know that. who they are is what I mean. Oh, okay. I, okay, so the logical conclusion is after having an aneurysm explaining this and still being really weirded out that they knew I was online, clearly he's spying on me. That's the only way to get, that's the only logical conclusion I can arrive at in 2020. Gotta break out the binoculars. <laughs> AJ's on! Yeah! <laughs> hey, buddy! Let's play! You make that joke. No. The joke of the matter is we don't have curtains in that room. <laughs> we have a. You should invest in we those. We have a blanket up to try and keep the light out and keep the warmth in, but there's still you can still see through. So the joke of the matter is that absolutely could be something that is done. You probably probably should get some curtains, my friend. I mean, maybe <laughs> just maybe. All right. So, uh, in all so the here help we are. McCall has provided, that yep, I'm getting spied on. Yep. That's that's what I I, I have a potential skin suit. A riven at a roven. Yeah, you know, a rovin just a thing. It's not just I'm a making a thing. It's going to be it. in the dictionary next year. A rovin ad. That's what we've a rovin ad. Mm-hmm. Now added to the <laughs> Merriam-Webster. Thanks to AJ Knight. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. As Credit. creepy as that was, uh, flashback to a maneuver that I think has not w- aged well at all. A Frankly, uh, no. It was a, an attempt to uh, get a phone number. But done so in a manner that uh, fits fits what's going on with me right now. Very okay. kind of shady. So, okay. It's the throwback break. Oh, do, do you remember the Ikea texter? Yes. Terrible. Pre- prepare to have it refreshed because that is mm. definitely not aged well. Mm-mm. Six minutes on VFX. Throwback break with AJ and McCall on VFX because after I get creeped out by what's going on here, and again... Well, I, I don't know. Actually, I, frankly, it's kind of worse now because McCall will make jokes about spying, and now I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I don't Sorry. Know. A friend, of, co-worker, whatever, was like, oh, I know you're online, even though I have no way of knowing you're online. I was like, that's not okay. But it made me think of uh, a situation we helped a listener with once upon a time that is actually creepy, and I think in the complaining about dating in 2020 really hasn't aged well, but you can decide for yourself. Natalie, if you wouldn't mind, tell everybody what the heck happened. Craziest thing happened. This Ikea dude delivered this furniture piece I ordered, like any Ikea guy does. And then I had to write my phone number down and everything about, uh, it was on the information sheet, you know, so I knew when it was, so I knew when they were delivering it. And then like two hours later, weird timing, the Ikea guy messaged me, says I was cute, 
and once we get dinner sometime, and I'm kind of rooted out. I don't know if I should go for it and check it out. Maybe this is the Lord telling me something, but I don't know. Tell me what you think. You're a girl, right? You oh, want to take right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you want to help out here before I jump in on this one as the fella? He's going to murder you. If Dustin, yeah. heaven forbid, Dustin break up with me, because that's the only way he's getting out of this relationship. Heaven forbid. Wait. I will never date again. <laughs> never kidding. That didn't sound a little sociopathic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, now I'm creeped out. I'm not sure which way I want to take this. Vern. I can change that on the drop of a dime. Vern, help me out here. Natalie, at least what she called, sounded like she's, you know, not totally against it. Definitely weirded out. Good idea, bad idea to move forward with this guy. The IKEA delivery guy texting her. Uh, bad idea. See, I was kind of thinking the same because yeah, it just kind of creeps me out a little bit. It, it, yeah, it, it is kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, come on, seriously. I mean, uh, I've never met you. I, I've known you maybe 20 minutes. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you honestly think this is probably the first time that guy's pulled it? See, so here, here's my problem. No. Playing devil's <laughs> advocate. I'm with you. I'm a cynic. I, as a guy, would never do that because I don't think it'll go well. My problem is... The other argument is you got to shoot your shot when you got it. So when else is he ever going to get a chance to contact her again? Just Never. playing devil's well, advocate. He doesn't, he doesn't have a social life outside of work. Well, I mean, you can't help where you meet he, someone. He doesn't, he doesn't know other, other, he doesn't know other people. So you should just give up, huh? Yeah. You're, you're putting me in this weird position where I'm defending this guy, and I don't want to because I would never do this. Well, then stop defending him. AJ, AJ, this is the kind of guy that other guys don't like. Yeah. They like your creepy <laughs> You're giving us a bad name. That. Gut feeling, this isn't the first time this guy's pulled out. Definitely. This is like Joe from you. He's going to kill her. You can't bring that up because all I've seen, like, all the last two weeks is girls like, oh, he kidnaps people and kills them, but he still takes you back. Hold out because you're worth it, honey. He kills people! Yeah, this guy's going to kill you. This guy, I can just envision him. This guy is the guy with the silk shirt that's unbuttoned down to his sternum. Yeah. And... And the white hip hugger pants. I'm like, hey, how you doing, baby? What up? <laughs> Looking back, am I the only one that thought Vern impersonated that just a little bit too well? Ah, oh, he crushed it. I was impressed. Look, I know everybody's complaining, but we've talked a lot about dating because obviously it's changed dramatically in 2020. Well, let's not forget that happened before. And uh, yeah, mm-mm. that was in like December when when you came out. Oh, it's been a minute. I just it made me think of that. I was like, oh, oh, here it is. Here, what, what was going on, Natalie? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the age that's of, terrible. In the age of spam. Yeah, right. Of course that happens. You <laughs> have to give your phone humans. number. Because you're like, all right, here's this, all this contact information you could deliver to my house. And now you're getting hit on at home already. Like, yeah, terrible. Did not sign up for this. Oh, terrible. This is my sanctuary. Leave me alone. Correct. And then I'm getting spied on. Natalie's getting hit on by some stranger. I'm getting spied on. It is just not a, not a good day. It's not a good day. Hey, make it a good day. How do I make it a good day when I'm being spied on? Well, I mean, at least somebody wants to pay attention. Is that like you look at the positive, bro? No, it's unwanted We're attention. We're talking silver lining. It's Thursday. unwanted attention. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm one of those people. I'm perfectly happy just going through and just ignore me. Sorry. Sorry for all my you go Bridge fans out there. Ignore me. Crushed it. Perfectly okay with it. <laughs> well, McCall, then what? uh since you're making it a positive, good news. You can take the lead on the debate at eight because we have two people who are having issues with parents. Bless. One uh, has an issue when it comes to disciplining. Another, well, 
Mom's getting too involved in the relationship. Oh, boy. Crumble debated eight on VFX. I think it's important to note, as McCall does often, we are not parents. We are not parents. But we're happy to give advice whenever we can, and uh, Chris is in need of some advice. So, okay. Chris, what's please up? tell us what's going on. Hey, so my kids, like re- really good kids, right? Like, I, you know, I got pretty lucky. Um, but I am running into this thing where my parents are disciplining my kids a different way than me and my wife want Ooh. them to be disciplined. And uh-huh. it's like, it's a whole thing now. Like difference in how? Like what's the difference between your style and theirs? Okay. So like, I'm sure you guys are the same way, but like when I was a kid, like I got spanked if I was bad. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, so me and my wife are pretty adamant about not doing that with our kids, mm-hmm. but my parents still are and they've like done it. And, you know, my wife is irate, and I'm trying to, like, be the middleman because they're my parents. Right, right. Um, and it's, it's, it's not good. Ah, that's not good. <laughs> this is a situation that's always interesting because, like, there's a lot of things I feel like I could just be, like, bold and blunt with with my parents. But not having a kid, I can't speak entirely. But this one, I right. think I would be – it would be tough because I feel like – from what I know from friends that have had kids and stuff, you have so much uncertainty, right? Right. You're so terrified. You're going to be like, oh, okay, scarred for life. I screwed up. I'm yep. done. Yep. And so I can understand, I think, Chris, where you're coming from. Because yeah, definitely. Like, well, unless you think you're a terrible person. And you're like, well, they, it, you know, it did work for me. Right. So where's the line between like, look, I don't want you to do that, but it also worked. Ugh. Well, the line is, is that as parents, and again, I'm not one, so I can't, uh, I can't speak fully to this, but as parents, you have certain guidelines when it comes to taking care of your children and you set those, you set those guidelines in place. You are ultimately the one that is responsible and you are ultimately the one that is in charge. So to have these kinds of things come in, because I know that I've seen it before with my friend's kids that they get frustrated when like rule is X, Y, Z. Right. Grandma comes in, grandpa comes in and oversteps that rule showing the, uh, de of authority almost for the parents. So like, no, don't do that. And the parents like, no, it's fine. He's okay. No, no, you are not that person that you are not that child's parent. The parent is the one that is responsible. Yeah. And the, the, grandparents should be respectful of the parents wishes yeah i think ultimately i think i can call nail on the head that's thank you that's the reason you have the conversation yes. whether that's as as blunt as you want to go but i mean that's the whole point of it i think that's i think call crush it i think that's absolutely you. what you have to say because ultimately you know grandma grandpa they may see him fairly often right I know of people course from YouTube, but ultimately of course do they live with them no, it depends. Nope. And it does depend on the situation because there are some situations that the grandparents do live with them. And like if you are living at your parents' home raising children, that becomes a whole other argument and a yeah. whole other conversation yeah. because ultimately it is your parents' home, their rules. Yeah, uh, Crystal's comment on our Facebook page, I think is exactly what you said. Her advice was uh, back off, yeah. tell them to back off. They already had their chance, set boundaries and stick to them or they'll continue to do what they want. And I think that applies. I think she's talking about the parents or the grandparents. The grandparents, But right, I think yeah. it actually applies both ways. It does. Grandparents and kids. It does. Now, I, I, like I said, if you are living at home, rules 
change rules shift slightly, but you would set to the standard of your parents' rules the same way you would expect them to live to your rules, if that makes sense. Uh, I like uh, Rebecca said, uh, I don't think one type of parenting is is full uh, fail-proof. I think it's a trial and error thing. What works on one kid might not work for others. Something to keep in mind. But ultimately, I think the the best one, and granted, you know, she worked here, so let's take some credit for this. Uh, uh, Reagan said, uh, there was an awesome quote that I heard that says, you can't raise your kids how your parents raised you because that world doesn't exist anymore. Correct. That's good. Very clever. That's be it really a is. Or something somewhere. It, it really is. That is good. Yeah. But ultimately, I think, Chris, the advice is you're going to have to sit down and maybe have a tough conversation, depending on what it's like with your parents. Ultimately, you're going to have to tell them, like, look, here's the deal. This is how we want to do it. I need you to fall in line with this because it's inconsistencies that the kids are seeing. Yeah. Ricky, what do you think about this whole disciplining of kids from parents thing? I actually have some, like, issues as well with my parents. Oh, yeah? yeah for what sure. happens with you? So... My babysitter was out for about a month, and my mom came, and I disciplined my daughter so she doesn't turn into a snotty brat later on. Uh My mom will always say, don't take the world away from her. Don't take the life out of her. She's just a kid. And it's like, well, yeah, she's just a kid, but she's got to learn. Yeah. (laughs) Navy will lie. I know she's four, but she'll lie. And I keep telling her, like, if you tell me the truth right now, you won't get in trouble. I just need to know. Right. And mother well parents always find out one way or another oh, and yeah. i always find out that she lies and i have to discipline her and she my mom just keeps saying she's just a kid and i'm like no yeah i know but she's gonna learn right no and <laughs> i i feel i feel where uh that's coming from right because especially i get like yeah she's just a kid but the thing is is that the habits that those children are learning every single day totally lead yeah. into the way that they make decisions throughout the rest of their lives like it's it's very interesting to me growing up, looking back, I've been doing a ton of like self-analyzation and I'm like, freak, I gained these these habits when I was like seven years old and I wish yep. I didn't have them. Exactly. And the best time to learn is around these kids' age, like yep. between the ages of like what, four? It's like four and, and ten. Yeah. That's when like, your subconscious starts time. like developing. Exactly. How have you got about dealing with it? Because it sounds like Chris has tried, to, kind of tried to avoid it because he's got an angry wife, and then it's his parents. He's trying not to start a fight. How have you dealt with it? Um. Well, it's kind of difficult because, like, I love my mom to death, of but course. I just have to. I have to lay down the rules. I'm like, no. When I told her when she was babysitting, I told my mom, you can't let her be watching TV all day. You can't give her snacks all day. Yeah. And if I find out she does, I'll tell my mom. Well, then you just. Won't be able to babysit the kid anymore. Right. Don't follow my rules. Right. I mean, that's. I think ultimately. Yeah. I mean, of course. Unfortunately, I think you know you just went where I think everybody's got to go. You gotta. I mean, part of being a parent, I would think you would agree, is you gotta you gotta be able to stand your ground, and I guess that means going the other way too. Yep. Yep, and well, and the good thing is, is me and my husband are on the same page yeah. too as that, well. Yeah, that was very, very important. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to take the kids away from my mom. But if she wants to come over and watch the kids, it'll be like <laughs> kind of be on my terms. Whew, solved one. Problem is, McCall, we got a message. There's another one. <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. So this one's about disciplining. Hopefully, we're able to get Chris in the right direction. Thank you all those commented on Utah's VFX. We actually have a message as well from someone who has a. Parent getting way too involved in the relationship. Oh, boy. Crumble debate at eight on VFX with AJ and McCall. We already tackled one issuing with parenting, and I think we crushed it. I do, too. You are ready to be a parent, McCall. No. I'll just stay over here and still be single. How about no, let's parent, say no. 
Thanks, though. So here's the second issue. This is the message we got in, and I can understand why this one wants to be more anonymous. So I've been with my boyfriend for a long time, and when I met him, it came out very quickly that his dad has never really been in the picture, so he's super tight with his mom, okay. which I totally get. However, it started to become more and more of a noticeable thing how tight they are because he has clearly revealed intimate details Ooh. about our relationship with his mom that she feels that she can completely just come up to me and ask about. No, absolutely not. I've tried to discuss it with him. He said it's unfair for me to ask him to change his close relationship with his mom. <sighs> You know, there is something to be said about having a close relationship with your parents. Yes. I think that is phenomenal. I think that is a great, great thing. I don't want to know the nitty gritty details. So uh, don't divulge those to me, please. Thank you. Um, I just don't think that that is something that you discuss. I mean, sure, you can. I don't think that's something that if you discuss it. Should ever be brought back up. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I appreciate, again, I do appreciate the relationship and the openness right. that they have in that relationship. That's great. That's a phenomenal thing to be able to have. However, I do think that it needs to be something that is like, hey, remember how I was like, keep it between us? That's yeah, actually see, what I mean. I, you could, I guess you could make the argument if you really want to get technical. It doesn't solve the problem it necessarily. Doesn't. No, of course not. If mom just doesn't say anything. But, like, I've seen this in my family. There's, like, how do you balance the lines? Because there's, in my family specifically, there's been, like, so husband and wife. What do they keep that they don't tell sons? What do dad and son keep that they don't tell mom? And so it's it's fickle, but I think ultimately... In those serious of relationships, I think they're supposed to be a safe for some things. Yeah. Because there should there should be open communication with everybody. You should be able to have open communication, especially if it's something with your significant other. And I don't know, again, I don't want to know the nature of the conversation. All I know is it said intimate conversation. Yeah, you don't want to know. I don't want to know. I censored it. Thank you. But With that said, these should be things you should be able to talk to your significant other about. That is your person, period. These conversations go to that person, period. So you... So in this situation, you don't think that... You don't talk about this at all if you want advice from parent. I would not talk about it with a parent. I would talk about it with a trusted third-party therapist, uh, life coach... Um, somebody else who does not have any pull in your life emotionally, if that makes like, you know what I mean? There's no tie there. Like, it's not like you have to live with your therapist for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's not like you live with your life coach. There are certain things that can be divulged between significant others. And there are certain things that should not really be divulged to your mom. Your mom is always going to have a bias to you. It doesn't matter the situation. Your mom gave birth to you, so she should love you. She should have a certain feeling towards you. This should be something that is going to give you a bias. If you want an unbiased opinion on how to successfully navigate whatever this intimate message is, you go to somebody that gets paid to deal with that kind of stuff, not your mom. So, listener has an issue because uh, boyfriends revealing intimate details about their life to mom, and mom is just barging in and bringing it up in conversation. Vern, <laughs> what do you think about this whole 
family dynamic? Family, I've seen it. Family have a tendency they just can't keep out of things. No. <laughs> you get a little you know, bit. They just cause you problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's bad. <laughs> yes. You see, you see these poor old guys that are married to girls that her mother's basically calling the shots. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Isn't that yeah. so sad? It's like you're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Yeah. I, I married you. I didn't right. marry your mother. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, so... If I could put this in a, let's put this, paint this picture here. That's okay. what you're saying is if you could see, so if you see your life in rings, so the number one ring, the inner circle is you, a significant other. Yes. I'd imagine the second circle, depending on your family, would be some family and best friends, and then you work out from there, acquaintances, et cetera. Sure. So then are you saying that everything, you could, should be able to tell everything to significant other, and there's some things you shouldn't tell to family? Is that what you're ultimately saying? Like that second inner circle? Yeah, so if you were to divide it into circles, you need to find the people that are at your very core, which is your significant other, you know, significant other, deity of sorts, if that's what you believe in, sure. That's your inner circle. And then you find your outer realms from there. But ultimately, your significant other should know everything about you, period. Yeah, I I think I would define it that way as well, honestly, in my circle. And it's no surprise because everybody makes the joke that I hate my family, which is not true. uh, Most of my second circle is going to be close friends anyway, which I would feel more comfortable. Like this topic, I absolutely, if you, not something I'm going to talk to my family about. I just, I'm trying to decide, like, obviously mom should not just be like, so, and then. No, absolutely not. And again, like, it's can, a great thing that this guy has a really great yes, relationship with his mom. That's the problem, because you can't really condemn that. No, you can't. But the thing is, is that, like, if you have this conversation, your mom, the mom in this situation, if you are going to divulge those kinds of things, there has to be a conversation. Like, you have yeah, to be con- yeah. conversing with your significant other. Hey, just so you know, I talked to my mom about this. And if you're not comfortable with it, then don't talk to your mom about that. If you're not comfortable talking to the one person that you have committed your life to. Because I think ultimately, like, I'm obviously much more broken away than that. I think ultimately when it comes to family, the significant other, not that you don't want to stay connected, but that's like you're starting your own pod. So you're starting your own branch. That's your own thing. It's your own branch off the tree. So you're supposed to kind of be able to count on that. And what our listener is telling boyfriend is saying, this is not what I'm okay with. And he's like, well, I already did. I'm stuck. I, I don't want to. And you're not. You got to branch out a little bit. Let's say you break the relationship. No, and you just wean off a little bit. Advice wise, I think. I mean, one scenario I would do is is just flip it, not in a mean way, but like, what if I told like for a listener, what if I told my dad about blank? How would that make you feel? I think that would be able to flip the perspective a little yeah. bit. And if it doesn't bother him, I guess you just unfortunately you're gonna have to have the conversation. And then if you just feel like it doesn't work. I, I don't the know. guy, the We're guy, trending towards makeup or breakup right now. I mean, kind of. The guy has to realize in this situation, this is something that makes you uncomfortable. And if this is something that makes you uncomfortable, ultimately, it's something he has to give up because it's it's not something that's like, oh yeah, Tone no, down. I'm okay, Tone I'm okay down. with you that? sharing these intimate details about yeah. our very personal relationship I think that with would make your a mom. Lot of people uncomfortable. Totally. I gotta be honest. You gotta understand that. And if you want somebody in your relationship to be comfortable, that's just what you gotta do. You gotta give and you gotta take. It's about sacrifices. Vern, Vern did it well in a good way, but I think ultimately it's it's you and her. Yeah. Or her and him, whatever. It's yep. not mom. Outside. That's them. out. Again, it is the back two to the of circle. you. Yes. Back to the circle. 
68255, start your text with VFX. Ultimately, I think the, the advice is the same thing. You have to have a tough conversation. This Absolutely. one I feel less positive about, though. Yeah. Fingers crossed Agreed. for you. Agreed. Yes. I don't know if this is necessarily a point with how intimate boyfriend is with mom. They'd be like, all right, I'm blocking on social media. But one celebrity blocked their own mom on social media after revealing an intimate detail. Just what would it take to get you to be like, all right, fam, you out for a little bit. <laughs> I think we dealt pretty well with all the parroting stuff during the debate at eight, if I'm being honest. All right. AJ McCall on VFX. But now we get to go back to the kids side. All right. So Emma Roberts. Uh, her mom accidentally revealed that she was pregnant, and that got fan hammer. Well, Blocked yeah, her I'd mom on social media after. I'm not saying you're not. Right. It's a special thing. You get to do the well, whole thing. Yeah, you get to do the whole Reveal thing. But, but like, also, Emma Roberts is like, you know, a big name, a yeah. decently oh, yes. sized name. Yes, absolutely. And that leads to. Bad, bad news with paparazzi. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying mom didn't deserve the oh, band Oh, yeah, hammer. of course not. I think it's warranted. Also, maybe one of those good old classic family freeze-outs for a little bit. But that being said, obviously, look in that same situation, sure, it weren't ever to happen if parents confirmed before we did that one of us was expecting. Yeah, all right, I'm upset. We're going to have a little chit-chat. Uh, chitty chat, yes. But that is, if at all, not for a while away. So what would it take... For a parent to earn the McCall Taylor's ban hammer. Uh, I don't know. Probably like blatant lying or, you know, on like a very public platform. I don't know. Not that I know. What what about? I don't know. Maybe that. What about someone? uh, What about a family member uh, using your clout? Maybe putting your name out there to try and gain some popularity for themselves. It's a little annoying, but. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Banhammer? Maybe Banhammer. Because I feel like uh, when I got my first radio job, my first full-time radio job, right. I was finally put in charge of a station at one point. So I had my hands on all the tickets because it was my station. Right, yeah. And it seemed like at that point in time... Everybody? <laughs> it was kind of cool that I did radio. And even when I got full-time, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of... And then all of a sudden, I had to hand on the tickets. Now, all of a sudden, yep. everybody and their mother... Yep. It's friends with me. I, I'll be honest. I, I, what is it? Facebook's got that snooze button now, right? Mute. Yeah, you can mute them. You can, uh, <laughs> yeah. Might, uh, that, I might have might have wanted to do that for a little bit. Just like, you know, cool out. Just just no. Just absolutely not. Yeah. Man, the ban hammer, though. Like, I don't even ban people now. I'll unfriend people that I don't yeah. really know. But, like, if they're people I know, I'll just uh, unfollow them. Uh, it depends for me on the... Because a lot of the times I've unfollowed a ton of people recently. Then I just don't see their crap. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, but at the same time, I also am like, but like, why are we? And I'll, they have this she, opportunity. She's to, feeling the band hammer. Yeah, they have this opportunity where you can like unfollow somebody and it's like temporarily unfollow, which is nice. And so it's like, okay, so what's my feed going to be like for 20 days without them or whatever? And then. And it feels good. And then it feels hammer. good. Well, then. Then their stuff shows back up, and it's like, all right, nope, that's right. I should have got rid of you in the first place. For the record, completely unrelated, yeah. I just want a foam hammer I can carry around all the time that says Bear Bear hammer. hammer. Just seems like it would be something amazing that I should have in work. Most meetings. definitely. Well, on the subject of banning parents, I have a bone to pick with both my parents and McCall. Oh, crap. Because something she brought up yesterday brought back a parental idea that I was trying to avoid. Oh, good. Six minutes on VFX. You ain't out of the fire yet, parents, because I no. got a bone to pick with mine and the McCall Taylor. All right, bring it on. Whatever.
Yesterday in her 411, she talked about how Dr. Dre and his son got matching tattoos. Yeah. My mom heard that. Oh, God. My mom, for a very long time, has been against tattoos. Then I got some. Still against them. Then my oldest sister got some. Well, you know, maybe not so bad. At this point, I believe... And I have no idea. I'm not going to speculate. The youngest one doesn't have one yet. Uh-huh. And if she does and somebody finds it, I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. But three of the four of us do. And uh, one of mine is a sibling tattoo, which both my sibling, my brother and oldest sister who have tattoos, have, have tried to find ways to incorporate something they want to do with what I've done and kind of have a theme. Mom liked that idea, too. Mom was like, oh, maybe I should do something like that. And then she heard your 411 yesterday, and now we're back on talking about it. And I don't want to talk about it because I don't want it to happen. In fact, once before I left town to take this job, mom asked me where I got this tattoo done. And I was like, I don't think I want to answer this question. Yeah. Why? Oh, because your sister wants to get one. Uh huh. Well, here's where it was. My sister did get one, but I wasn't, sh- I wasn't sure. It could have been a ploy. But now we're back on this, McCall. Thank you. You're welcome. Look, I'm not against it. To me, I mean, look, as somebody who has tattoos, there are definitely people out there who I'm like, what What was the point of that? I have no people that have gotten tattoos of pieces of pizza or a hot dog. And I'm like, right, or ranch. For realsies? Right. For realsies? Like, right. what does that actually mean to you? I do believe that they should mean something. It is permanent, despite the meme being so hilarious. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't like the idea. Now I have to talk about this again. Now I have to have a difficult conversation. You proud of yourself? Yeah. Sorry about it. No, she's not. What she literally texted me right there was, yay for you. I'm happy. Yay for you, AJ. I'm happy. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your last thing we leave you with on the AJ and McCall show. Make sure your friends AJ Knight McCall Taylor on Facebook because we like, comment, and share on whatever posts we pick. As the last thing for it, McCall, what do you have to offer up? Well, I landed on my friend's post and... Uh, Ideally, yeah, because it's Facebook. <laughs> That's very rude of you. How dare you? Uh, my post... Kind of the point. My post that I landed on was... Uh, her name is Brittany, and she shared that meme that goes around every once in a while that's the guy with his girlfriend looking back at the other girl oh, with yeah, the yeah. whistle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Looking towards... It's, uh, ah, crap, Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah, brother. A well-thought-out response is the girlfriend holding a hand. You know, I would give her a bunch of crap for completely butchering it, but with the meme she landed on, she kind of demonstrated that that's exactly how her brain works. So, Uh you know, you got to give her credit. Dot, 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 dot. I landed on my friend Cody. It's a picture of a tweet. says, hey, I'm going to need you to finish your story real quick so I can tell you how the same thing happened to me, but it's more interesting because I'm in it. (laughs) Why do I feel so attacked by that? Which is true, but I also (laughs) feel bad, too, when people tell stories like, oh, yeah, I remember this time, and you're trying to relate so right, you can explain but then, it's but like, then you're like i don't... just hijacked this whole topic i know isn't it great isn't our, isn't our brain it. totally cool because i do that all the time and it's like hey it's not always about yourself and i'm like but i wanted to dang it you can win because i felt that on a spiritual level the aj knight the mccall taylor at us across all social media just like utah's vfx in fact if you follow us on Utah's VFX's social media, you will get entered in for those Serenoni blanket giveaways. They're so soft. Do so. And warm and nice. Utah'sVFX.com. Stream us online. Find the links for the socials, the podcasts, the blogs, or search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are.
McCall. Yeah. Will you survive this weekend in the cold? You have to be outside Saturday when it's going to rain. I will be inside, actually, but yes. At some point, you will have to be outside. I don't think you're magical enough to pull off inside all day. Joke's on you. I learned how to teleport. Just kidding. I'll be outside at some point. Lies and slander. It's okay. I'll be good. I have a worm serenoni blankets and a fire. She ain't going to make it alive to Monday. Roasty toasty. (laughs) Tell them tomorrow. Tomorrow's not Monday. Tell tomorrow (laughs) for the AJ McCall show. Don't be mean to animals and don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.